0: This is a 980 CKNW podcast.
1: Well, yesterday we were talking elevators and the future of elevators. Today we are talking about the future of performance arts products, what it might look like as we head into the future. Heather Burns is the Artistic and Education Director at the Canadian College of Performing Arts in Victoria and joins us on the line. Heather, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what does it look like? Do we see changes on the horizon for performance arts?
0: I think so. Um, I think in in our field, what we're I, mean, I think we're dealing with a different generation of of individuals, definitely with, with the millennial generation, I guess as they say, coming through. Um, and I also think the mixture of you know a different person and a different mindset towards the world and its values and its cultures. Um, mixed with just different economic opportunities within performing arts. Um, I think we're just seeing shifts from the idea of going out into the world and being cast in big shows and kind of, you know, the very, very small percentage of people that have that experience to just seeing a generation that's willing to go out and, what I would say, create their work and really um, find ways of their voices being heard.
1: And is, how does technology play a role in that, in making it more accessible to people when you talk about creating their own work?
0: Well, what we're seeing is just a lot of, um, I mean, I, I think, first of all, just the whole the Internet, the um, the accessibility of uh, people in various places coming together and being in one place at one time has certainly shaped that. And we're seeing people working on projects and um, coming from very different places, even around the world, to find one uh, one common project and being involved in that. I think um, our students are, you know, obviously exploring a lot in the area of film and in the area of uh, what that looks like on more than just the big screen, but looking towards Internet projects um, and definitely looking... In the whole vein of just what I guess the accessibility of of each other and of the work, I think that just it just brings together people in an instant. So,
1: and I would suppose too. Even if we look at something, uh, and there have been major movies that have been shot completely on phones and put into the major market, does it make it? I would imagine uh, not easier, maybe, but but well, maybe easier to 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 put product out there uh, in that will be there's there's simply more out there because people can do that.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I think like anything, there's pros and cons to that. Um, I think even just within recording arts, like we're, we've seen such a shift from the major music label um, idea to recording and, and needing to go out and find a producer that's willing to produce your music to um, you know the whole indie world of people producing their own music and. And just the fact that you're you're not relying on going out and, and purchasing a CD or purchasing a video or purchasing something to actually see the film or the hear the song, but you're, you're able to do that through your computer, through your phone, which is you know immediately in people's hands. And I think that that does definitely shift how um, how we work. I know at the school often just resourcing material where I'll you know we're able to just kind of somebody's got that on their phone. Okay, look it up really quickly. Um, I think that's definitely the pros of it. I think the cons maybe can be, if you want to look at it as a con, it, it does shape um, economically how, how things are available. And I think it also does sometimes challenge us in the area of just rights and royalties and licenses and things that maybe we, as artists we, we used to be more guaranteed that there would be sort of an economical exchange for our work. Sometimes you have to be a little bit more careful in that regard because things are easy access, I guess, in their final product as well.
1: Right, and then I would imagine it, it leads to people also because there's so much content out there that people want more and more and more and want to pay for it less.
0: Yeah, exactly, and finding ways of that. And I think some people would say that's great because it makes art in all of its forms accessible, which I think ultimately is our goal. Um, I think the challenge is sometimes the economical payback of that maybe is is that, you know, people aren't getting rich in the same capacity off of doing it. But, you know, I would maybe argue that the artist has always sort of been the last person to see the economical <laughs> benefit in many ways as you start going through the hoops of agents and managers and producers and record labels. And, and, you know, now you can record something in your basement and put it on YouTube and boom, you can have, you know, a million hits within a few hours if it's, if it's the right thing, so.
1: Exactly. is that Does that lead people to the, the drive? Performance arts has always had that work very hard, that drive, whether it's being accepted to the great school or, like you said, getting a producer who's going to produce your music. Uh, does it affect the drive in that you can do that? You can record it in the basement, put it out there and hope uh, that you get the recognition and the attention that way.
0: I think it does. I think what it does is it just... Um, what might have been a daunting experience or something that only the select few would do before, I think what we're seeing is that um, everyone... Everyone has that accessibility and people are willing to try and I think because it's such a technical age and I think this generation, you know, um, have come through with an understanding of technology um, and have used it so much that it isn't a daunting experience now to create something and and put it out there. It's it's almost second nature really and first nature in, in many regards.
1: Is there a, a fear of that, though? In that people are going to be there's so much out there, and that doesn't mean that it's all good. That there's a lot of stuff out there that's really not that good at all.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the you know the the artist. What do they say in the in the eye of the beholder? I, I feel like you know uh, what we end up with is a lot of stuff out there and people have to be critical in their own um, reception of that. And I think if somebody puts something on the Internet and it's good um, and it hits a wide audience and it creates something for them, uh, that's a reflection still on the quality of the product. And, and I think that maybe if something isn't good in its capacity, maybe it has a shorter lifespan. But I think what's good about that is, is that the individual artist has still had the opportunity to share that. And perhaps in a different form and a different time, that wouldn't have happened because you would have had to have waited or or the the processes to get your work out there was so much more difficult. So I think in some regards we're able to put things out in, in maybe in other words it, it just causes the, the receiver, it causes the audience to be maybe more critical in, in not a critical negative way, but just um, critical of, of what they're willing to accept and what they want to accept. But I think as long as we're creating and as long as we're telling stories and as long as we're producing, um, there's value in that. And I think it's great that it's accessible now and people are able to get those stories out there in ways that maybe wouldn't have happened if there were blocks before.
1: All right. Interesting uh, taking a look at that industry for sure. Uh, Heather, we'll leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us to talk about this today. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Thanks again. That is Heather Burns, Artistic and Education Director at the Canadian College of Performing Arts in Victoria.
0: You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.